Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the app. <laughs> yes, welcome, everyone. That's like honestly the very like that's the best intro. <laughs> the app. The app. Honestly, also known, I think yeah, also known as the Aquapic Podcast. So. Welcome, so everyone. get pumped, everyone. Yes, yes. So me and Hannah have been talking about this for quite a long time about doing a podcast. A, 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 I can't speak. A podcast. <laughs> so uh, sorry, anxiety. <laughs> right. But anyway, so if you guys do not know who we are, my name is Jonathan, and my name is Hannah, and we are going to be your hosts. <laughs> for this podcast um so you know what's really like ironic hannah is like we're literally the same oh no you're you're older than me but just by a couple months a little bit only by a couple of months only by a couple months and oh hannah actually had a birthday i did on the 11th yeah and it was how, how was that for you talk about that with Honestly, it was fantastic. Everyone keeps calling me old. And honestly, I don't feel older. I don't know what the whole deal is. But do you feel older? Uh, Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I had a really good birthday. I went down and I saw my grandma. I went to the beach. And it was it was fun. It was really, really fun. And now it's your turn to turn 20. Yeah, yeah, it is. Next year. I can't believe I'm turning 20. That's crazy. How does it feel to be getting old, huh? Uh, don't even. I swear to God, <laughs> I feel the wrinkles coming in already. <laughs> Honestly, I've had fine lines on my forehead since I Me was, like, too. 15, so I relate. Oh, my God. Like, I love that we have, like, oh, like everything is so similar about us. I swear we could be related. My mom and my grandma just got Botox, like, two days ago, and... um. <laughs> They asked me how it felt to be old, and I was like, oh, I already have fine lines on my forehead. I've had yeah. them since I was 16. Yeah. And they were like, geez, Hannah, we should have gotten you Botox. And I was like, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that brings up, like, the next, like, you know, question is, what's it like after 18 years old when you graduated? Like, I think, like, life changes. Like, it changes after you graduate. Everyone thinks that it's all fun and games. No, stay in school, kids. Stay in school when you're graduated. Oh, my God. Things do change. (laughs) And, like, you go out into the real world and then you're like, oh, this is what it's like. Kill me. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Rent, taxes, mm -hmm. jobs, school. School costs money. Everything costs money, you guys. It's sad. It it, sucks. And it's like, I, I think, like, you know, depending on how you're raised, basically depends on your survival skills you like your your success in life so i feel like well like i'm like what i mean to say by that is like if you're raised a certain way like if you're given everything like some people learn harder than others so if you don't know that much we'll be your internet parents and if you have any questions (laughs) just you know let us know and we we will be like your advice team you know we'll be your internet parents okay love that love that right and like i remember after i graduated high school life really did change it was like you're not going somewhere every day and, or from the morning to the afternoon. So, like, you have a lot of time to spend. And the you days, don't have a schedule, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't have a schedule. Like, I mean, literally, 
again, depends on your living situation and it depends on, you know, how you're raised. If but, you're getting a job right out of high school, if yeah, you're going straight to college. Yeah. So it just depends mm-hmm. whatever career path you're choosing or, yeah. you know, everyone has to have a career path. Like, just believe it or not. But I mean, you know, like whichever way that you're going to make money to support yourself, I mean, just depends on kind of like how you go in life. And like, I think that was like the thing for me is like, as soon as I got out of high school, I'm like, I want to become a YouTuber. I want to go to film school. And like, oh my gosh, yes. Film school did not work out. <laughs> like, uh-huh. um, yeah, it just did not work out. Um, but like, I guess it comes to my next question. Like, is it bad to depend on people after a certain age? I think yes, for sure. I think honestly, like, though, it all depends on how you were raised, though, too. Because I feel bad for those people who exit high school and realize, oh crap, not everything. You know, yeah. I can't, I can't get everything handed to me. Yeah, and I'm on my own, and that kind of happened to my brother. Yeah. Like he moved out, and he he still expected mom to buy groceries for him. He yeah. expected just everything to be handed to him, and. It was a really rude awakening for him to figure that out, that he has to do things on his own. And so honestly, like, yeah, you can, some people do depend on their parents still when they're adults, but I don't think you should be, I guess, raised that way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to explain See, this. See, the, the thing about me is, like, I was raised and I was given everything in my childhood. I was given everything. I was a spoiled brat in my childhood, like, mm-hmm. from the moment. I was born till I was 18 years old. Like, I had everything. And so whenever I got out into the real world, it's like, it's a it's a culture shock, you guys. Like, not going to lie. Very, you're going to be in for a rude awakening if that's how you were raised. Because, you know, like, it, it's just very different. Like, you realize you have to pay for stuff. You're responsible for paying for stuff. You're responsible mm-hmm. for paying for your own food, your own place brother. to live. I mean, like, it's not a game, you guys. And so, like... You know, when you get to a certain age and when you get to a certain point, it's like you got to let go of mommy's hand. And <laughs> sadly, I'm not there yet. <laughs> like, no, yeah. There's nothing. But let me let me also clear this up because I don't want people thinking that, you know, what we're saying, like it's it's never wrong to ask for help. If you're in a situation where you need help, it's always important to ask your parents for help because that's what your parents are there for. They're, they're there to support you and love you till the day they die. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. if it's saying, hey, mom, can I have $20 to go to a movie? Like, no, that's not how it works. That's true. It's not. It's really freaking not. And, like, and I... Mm-hmm. Mm. Finish your... <laughs> no, finish your thought. I'm sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. Um, So, yeah, like I was saying, that was kind of the way my brother was raised. Um. Me, on the other hand, first, I don't know what it, like, usually you, you always hear about the youngest child gets the best treatment, mm-hmm. but it's like, for some reason, all of the expectations were placed on me. Like, no, if you want that, you have to earn it. And my yeah. brother was just like, okay, hey, you want a $200 bike? Here here you go. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> well, like, honestly, I, I feel that on, like, a deep level. And then going back to what I said about what's it like, you know, after 18 years old, when you graduated, it's like... You know, mm-hmm. yes, your mom could be paying, paying for your phone bill. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like, no. like, and that's where I am. My mom pays for my phone bill. So, like, you Same. know. my dad pays for mine. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, because they're helping you until you're able to support yourself. That's how exactly. I see it. And, like, there's nothing wrong with giving you a lift up and helping you. 
So let's let's be clear. We're not trying to shame people who are in those type of situations because I'm in that situation myself. Right, and, and so I feel like Hannah. your parents should help out in some way or another. Your parents should help to get you on your feet. They shouldn't of just course. be like, oh, you're 18 now. Now you're I'm abandoning you. Good luck on your own out there in of the world. Course. No, they're supposed to be there and help you make a smooth transition. I, I still think even when you're an adult, your parents have some. Yeah. You know, yeah. They should still they somewhat still... be praising you and teaching you the ways of the world. Yeah, the way I have actually, this is such a true saying because my mom told me, no matter how old you are, your mom and your parents are always going to be a part of your life. And they're always going to be a big part of your life. Like, not like, not like um, decision-wise, but they're going to be there whether you like them or not. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, like, true. if you're disagreeing with them about something, they're still going to be there. Like, you know, and I think that's like a big thing that hit me because it's like, you know, I was going through some stuff a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and I've been going through stuff a lot. But I mean, you know, my parents have been there for me and that's the reality. It's like your parents are there no matter what. And, you know, I'm very blessed beyond belief. Yeah. And, me too. Yeah. So. Alright, so moving on to some drama-related stuff. So, Oh boy, juicy part of the podcast. So, Trisha Paytas made, like, a video about being transgender. And, like, and then she instantly apologized for it. And then she said she's questioning for it. So, I guess th- the whole point, the reason why I put this in the podcast, because... I saw a lot of people, and I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm probably gonna like go on a rant real quick. I still haven't even seen the video, so go off, okay. educate me on. So, this so woman. basically, like, I'm a part of the LGBTQ, so I am gay, and I'm openly gay, and I stand for every single type of sexuality there is. Like, I'm, I'm very pro LGBT, obviously, because I'm a part of the right. community, and I'm very vocal about my opinions about that. And so, what? I found really offensive is when Trisha Paytas came out as transgender. That's not the problem. It was the stuff that happened after that. It was the jokes that were being made about her. It was about like, like everyone was doing things to get clout from that situation. So I guess the question rain, uh, the question like serves as is making jokes about scandals enabling bad behavior. And what can we do to stop enabling that behavior? Honestly, people just need to not grow the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the internet is full of a bunch of adult children. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like people are like, "Oh gosh, now that I'm not in high school anymore, I I got to do something to I don't know, feel powerful. Who knows what these people mm-hmm. are, want or are trying to do? I honestly don't know." Mm-hmm. Like, and honestly, that's like that's like another thing. It's like I don't think, and this is my take, this is my opinion, and yes, you don't know the situation, so let me just educate you real quick about what the whole scenario. So, Jessica Paytas came out as being transgender, people, and she claims to identify as her own gender that she was born with. That's not what being transgender is. No, like, it's I not. Mean, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you what you are and what you should be. But right. But if you're going to say you're transgender, that means you don't identify as a girl. That's just how I look at it. But, like, because she's saying that she's a transgender guy. Like, she's a guy. Mm-hmm. But she feels like a boy. and But yet she identifies as a girl. Which, in a way, makes sense. But 
doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't. When you transition, you transition to yes from one gender to the yes. other. That's like you can't transition to one gender to a gender that you feel that you are. Like the yes. really only two genders that you can transition from or two is male to female. Yeah. And or female to male, you know what I mean? Right. And I get it if other people want to identify as something else, but in reality, there's only two ways to transition. But here's the thing about Trisha Paytas. She comes out with these type of uh, scandals in a way. Like I mean, no, no kidding. Like, I honestly feel like this is this was just for a cash grab. It was just honestly. for a cash grab. She needs to pay her rent. A like, really? Stunt. No, I'm honestly like, and this is the thing. Like, I mean, this is what's sad about like our quote unquote influencers is that we're enabling this behavior by supporting them. And the thing is, like, I get it. We're all full of different opinions, which is what makes America great, which is why I am 100% um, the first pro-First Amendment, because we have free press, freedom of speech, anything that you want, you can say. But what I do have a problem with is, like, people not calling her out. Like, that's that's the thing for me. It's like, so I guess the, the next question raises is did trisha offend the transgender community i think she did because the transgenders and honestly i don't like to call them transgender like they're people they're people like why do we have to stick to labels i don't get it like she said if you transition from a boy to a girl you're a girl you're not a transgender girl yeah you know what i mean sadly like and and if anyone asks me am i gay or like i'll say yes but I should probably just start answering I'm me. I'm just me. Like I I shouldn't like I hate labels. Like they just like they don't make a person better. And like I think like when you stick to labels and like that was another thing. Trisha Paytas was like I hate labels, but yet her video said I am transgender. So how right. how are you that going to say sense. that? Like that's the the it literally she is the definition of a contradiction. She contradicts everything she says. Oh my gosh, I that's sad. Have you ever heard that phrase? That, like, <laughs> that no. all the emo kids used to say that are like labels are for soup cans. I kind of agree with that. Honestly, yes. <laughs> like labels are for what you look in your food. Like what's in your food? What's in your soup? Like exactly. labels are not for people. It's just not. I agree with that. And like, and then some people like to argue and say, "Oh, labels are just like names." I'm like, no, 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 do not, do not, not like, it no. At all. A label is something y- you are described as, or something that you are. Your right. name is something you're given to. Everyone has a name, so I mean, that's not a type of label. Like, I your can't name stand is what you are called. That. I call you John, not mm. gay. hey what's up gay i'm just kidding (laughs) no a label is not a name i mean i I honestly like when this argument gets brought up i get so pissed off and it's like because people don't understand that like it's not about the fact that she's coming out and I think this is how I again I'm not gonna tell her what she is and what she should be and I'm not Uh gonna tell you I'm not gonna tell anybody what they are and what they should be but it sounds to me like she's questioning herself. Like she's confused. She's though. confused. I, I I honestly feel like she has a mixture of feelings because she has said she's lesbian, she's gay, mm-hmm. she's bi, she's questioning, and now she's transgender. So, but I at mean, the same time, I feel like she's very attention seeking. 
Like, for, this could all just oh, be... Yeah. Oh, no, again, a, gra- a cash grab. She needs to pay her rent. Yeah. That's that's what it is, because her tour is about to end. Like, literally, her tour... her She's on tour, and um, she just had her last show. Well, she's having her last show in La- in L.A. Oh, poor thing. So, <laughs> like, she, she needs cash. She needs money to pay her rent. So, I mean... What better way to do that than bring, you know, offend the transgender community? Right. The LGBT. Dang. Like, and, and here's the thing. Patrick Starr, if you know who that is. Um, I've heard of him. Patrick mm-hmm. Starr went off and called her stupid out on Twitter. Like, and Patrick Starr usually never blows oh my up. God. Like, he went off on Trisha and said, are you stupid or something? I laughed because it's like, uh, duh. Like, <laughs> Wait, so let me get this straight. She's transitioning to a boy, but is still identifying as a girl. As a girl. That's what, that's, that's the controversy. That's the that controversy. Is, yeah. But mm-hmm. then, but then, okay, get this. In her video, she says, I don't wear a lot of makeup. But yet she has a hair and makeup team come over every day to get her ready. You see how contrary. makeup. <gasps> Oh my gosh! She Have says, you seen I, she says I usually she never. She looks like a completely different person. Yeah, yeah, and she says I, I don't wear makeup at all. You have a hair and makeup team come over and get you ready. <laughs> Literally, look at your morning routine video. Look at your like, morning. Look routine at your morning video. routine video, like bitch. Like you literally put that on the internet. Like that's what I don't understand. And then when <sighs> it comes to her saying, "Well, I don't like um um straight guys, straight guys," but yet she dates Jason. Okay, yeah, I know. like, oh, oh my god, like, get your facts straight, and supposedly girl. even make it make sense, Trisha. Make it make sense. Like, make stop contradicting yourself. That's her whole brand, though. It is. It's literally, it is. okay, it's if literally she ever collapsed with Jeffree Star for makeup, okay, so Shane has the uh, conspiracy theory, so it should be the contradictory palette. <laughs> <laughs> the contradictory palette. That's amazing. Literally... She's like Literally a contradictionary. She should make it the color wheel and like have arrows pointing to opposite sides. <laughs> like in an eyeshadow palette. That'd be beautiful. Yeah. I would buy that. <laughs> no, literally she's a contradiction. Literally. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. Like like literally like it's like she opens up her book the book of the contradictionary and just looks up okay how can I be more contradictional? Like, like literally like that could be her brand right there. It's literally a book called <laughs> The Contradictionary, and that and inside could be eyeshadows. Like literally, I would buy that. Trisha, I'm giving you tips here for branding, hun. Like you should take this. <laughs> I agree. I like how one scandal makes everyone love her, and then the next week's a scandal that makes everyone hate her, and it just flip flops all the time. That's, okay, and that's the thing we're going to talk about next episode is we're going to talk about cancel culture because I've been meaning to talk about this for a long time, but I'm just going to give my brief opinion and you can chime in. Like, okay. like, okay, when it comes to cancel culture, this is what I understand. We hate the person one minute and then as soon as they either expose or clear their name we love them again even though they did wrong like right and then we go to another person who we love them only if they expose another person like that is so dumb like how how okay yes i get it they're trying to change but you don't forget about the stuff they did a long time ago like you just don't and it's like, like with James Charles, I can't stand him because, like, literally, he is con. Like, he, he's, he, oh my god, he's like, <laughs> really, like, he is so about controversy. And I'm like, I, 
I can't with him. He's full of drama. So it's like, I can't keep up with him because literally we love him one minute and then we hate him another minute. Then we're right, canceling and then you him. Hate him the next. Then he loses 8 million subscribers and then he gains 8 million subscribers. I'm so confused. Like the cancel culture and the way we are enabling these influencers are really, really sad. Like it's so sad that we can't put our foot down and say no. Enough is no, enough. No, this is ridiculous. Yeah, enough is enough. We're not going to keep supporting you anymore until you get your act together. Right. I agree with that. It's like watching a reality show, frankly, with the beauty community. It really is. Honestly, they should do that. They should just get yeah, together I know. and start like a YouTube the real, reality the show. The real beauty community of YouTube. I would watch that. The real bo- be- booty. Beauty. Beauty gurus. community. <laughs> the real beauty gurus of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, God. Well, like, literally, I'm just like... <laughs> I just can't like you know when it comes to Trisha Paytas it's like I used to I used to adore her for a long time and then I realized how like right how controversial she is that's just some people though but you know mm-hmm. nothing so, really we could do about it all right so the last thing we're going to talk about our podcast and we're really excited about this because we want to give y'all YouTube yes. tips so we're not famous, so not by you know any means. But we just want to give y'all our two cents of what we think. Um, since we are on YouTube and we do do things and we we do create content and such. So right. the YouTube tip of the day is: we want y'all to ask yourself, why are you on YouTube? There has to be why. If you don't have a why, then where's your where's your channel going to go? Motivation. Where is your right. aspiration? There has to be a reason for why you're doing what you're doing. Yes, exactly. It's all – here's the thing. Someone told me that it's not just about the passion. It's about the subscribers. And they are right because the subscribers do make up your career. Like if you do want a career on YouTube, your subscribers are what's going to give that to you. But you cannot do YouTube if you are not passionate about it. If you are only there for the cash grab, what is the point like really exactly honestly i feel like that goes for anything in life too like you should not look at your significant other and wonder why am i dating them Mm -hmm. like it's it's on i honestly think you could apply this tip to anything in life anything in life when it comes to youtube you definitely need to have a why yeah like as soon as you're making your like uh, before you even make a channel and you say okay i want to i want to do youtube first thing you ask yourself why why what are your goals? What are your aspirations? What are your, who are your inspirations? Who inspired you to start this channel? Like, get all of that Is your organized. target audience. Exactly. What are you creating content for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so important. Have a plan. Yeah, it's because we did it. It's a lot easier if you have a plan. <laughs> we did not have a plan. We just dove in head first. I knew why I wanted to start YouTube because I, mean, I have a passion for, like, video editing. But, yeah. like, I didn't have, like, a where did I yeah. want to go with this channel. So that's also a good tip. And have now a we do. Where do you we have a we have a we have a path now that we're following. We do. So I'm actually really excited about that because you know we are looking up and our dreams yeah. are looking bright and you know it's all mm-hmm. about you know making sure you have plans and making sure that you know you are prepared. That's true. Like, because there's nothing wrong with preparing your channel, really. No, there really is not. And, like, if anyone's going to say, wow, you're not, like, you know, um, you don't have a million subscribers. Yeah, I may not have a million subscribers, but at least I'm being prepared and I'm doing a lot better than what these 
50 other channels that are being made right now and they're not putting any thought into their channel. At least I'm starting Honestly, to, you know, design mm-hmm. what I want to do with my If channel. you have your why and your where, honestly, I don't think that having the best equipment is yeah. necessary. As long oh, as you absolutely yeah, not. If you know what you are doing, what your goals are, where you're going with your channel, then start. Yeah. You can work your way up with equipment and things like that yeah. as you go along. You really can. I mean, That's a lot goes a long way. A lot goes a long, long I didn't way. have this microphone. I didn't have this computer. I didn't have I this computer started. either. Like, yeah. I, I literally, it, it's taken me years to get where I kind of want to go. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. had my channel for years, but, like, I did gaming. I did makeup. I did, <laughs> I did a whole lot of things. Before oh, yeah. I decided to really settle for gaming because that is what I truly love. It's my passion. I love doing it. It's just what I love. Me too. Me um, too. It's so fun. I enjoy it. I literally like, could not ask for a better partner with Hannah. We're, we're just not controversial with anything that we have a problem with. We'll go to each other face to face and say, hey, I have a problem. We don't have problems because we talk everything through. We don't talk about, you know issues and if we do have an issue we bring it up with one another exactly yeah and like that's why we're trying to start our own company and everything like that speaking of don't forget to check out our website aquapicstudios.com also follow us on twitter and instagram and any other social media that you could think of we're there so if you want to keep up with us don't forget to click that follow button. Yes, on and everything. honestly, TBH, we don't really have an upload schedule for these podcasts, so we're just going to do them as we please. We are. We're going to just see how it goes, where it takes us. Yep. And yeah. We're just trying to get it. We're actually trying to get it on Spotify. <laughs> I would love to get this podcast on Spotify, although who knows? It might yeah. not happen until we get like a season two thinking we're way more professional about it yeah, yeah, this yeah. is our first podcast by the way this is our first take very first take <laughs> so if we seem very unprofessional well. and like we're amateurs then that's why and it's pretty going pretty well pretty going well yeah i yeah, agree it's going really well anyway so i think that kind of wraps up everything that we want to talk about this episode i yeah it really does all right it's been a great first episode of the app yes of the app <laughs> so okay, um, yes so um we would love for you to check out our website like we said aquapigstudios.com um well, we're really excited because next episode we are going to talk about our first partner on aquapig studios um you know we're really excited we're bringing new people in so we're really excited check about out all our of twitter that for updates. yes check out our twitter which is aquapig studios like we own that name you guys like it is we ours do. on every social media platform so go check us out we love you guys and make sure to go check out our channels um you know our youtube channels hannah's is hey it's wave and mine is piggy john the one with about 300 subscribers not the one with 40 anyway (laughs) (laughs) um anyway um i love you guys so much and we love you guys so much because you know honestly you have pushed us and pursued us and inspired us to do this podcast because honestly we never thought that we're going to do a podcast till a while and we're really excited because i'm actually like i love talking like i really do me too um (laughs) Anyway, we love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Till next time, we love you. Bye. Bye.